Despite two assists from the captain, the Bruins could not get the better of Andre Vasilevsky and the Tampa Bay Lightning in Brad Marchand's 1,000th game. We'll discuss what happened and Marchand's emotional reaction to celebrating his 1,000th game here on a brand new episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans? Happy Valentine's Day and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be. Today is indeed Wednesday, February 14th, and I want to give you some love. And thank you for making Lockdown Bruins part of your daily routine. It's free and available on your favorite podcast app, Apple, Spotify, Pocket Cast is what I use. And it's also on uh, YouTube. Just search up Lockdown Boston Bruins, hit that subscribe button, and each new episode will automatically be added to your feeds. Free to download and listen. Part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your favorite team every day. And today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at Game Time. Download Game Time today, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first ticket purchase. It's a fantastic night at TD Garden as the Bruins and their fans celebrated 1,000 games for Captain Brad Marchand. Unfortunately, they were not able to get the two points from the Tampa Bay Lightning, falling 3-2 in a shootout. And that was not due to a lack of effort. In recent games, the Bruins were booed off the ice. Calgary Flames, Washington Capitals coming in and kind of walking all over this team. It was a much better effort overall for the Bruins, who kind of deserved to win this one based on the underlying numbers. They had an 80 to 51 advantage in terms of shot attempts. That's a 61% rate. They had 38 shots compared to only 25 for the lightning scoring chances were 48, 27 high danger chances were 17, 11 in favor of the Bruins and expected goals 3.67 compared to 2.8. Andre Vasilevsky, Really uh, putting in one of the better performances of the season for him. And it was Braden Point who scored the only goal in the shootout to give his Tampa Bay Lightning the extra point. The Bruins were down 2-0 in this one after goals from Eric Cernak, his first, and Nikita Kucherov on the power play, his 34th of the season. Brad Marchand, though, Willed his team back into this one, getting the primary assists on goals from Charlie McAvoy and James Van Riemsdyk, also in the second period, to level things at two. Third period and overtime solved nothing. David Pasternak got the secondary assists on both of those goals as well. The Bruins outshot the Lightning 10-9 in the third, 6-1 in overtime, and yet they still could not beat uh, our boy Vasilevsky. Not our boy, their boy. Anyways, uh, penalty killing was the difference in this one. Tampa got one power play goal. The Bruins 
zero power play goals on six attempts. Power play has been a bit woeful as of late, and the Bruins uh, need to get some work in with the man advantage. So the Bruins, yeah, a much better effort for this team. They're now four points up on Florida, who was idle last night. They're in action tonight. 11 points up on Tampa because of the win. Overall, a much better effort. Unfortunately, you know, they're now one, two, and one, I believe, in four games since returning from uh, the All-Star break. But still some things to grow on from this one. Uh, Marshawn, we'll talk about more about his reaction to being celebrated uh, last night. It was a big effort for Vasilevsky, for the Tampa Bay Lightning. David Poshnok, for the Bruins part, though, said they were much better and much more up to their standard. Playing the way they know they can. Definitely some top positives to take away Unfortunately, they weren't able to get the win. That's the way it goes sometimes. But as a team, it was a much better game than their previous efforts. Jim Montgomery, head coach, said, sometimes you lose games in this league and you feel like you deserve better. That's going to happen. Based on the underlying numbers, the Bruins certainly deserved to win this game. He was proud of their effort. The power play needs to come through, though. 0 for 6. That's an area they certainly have to look at right now. Um, Tampa defenseman Victor Hedman said they knew the Bruins were going to push back after their 3-0 loss to the Capitals. They were aware of that effort. The Bruins were booed. It was a special game as well. So they knew they were going to come out and give it their best. But credit to Tampa. They were able to withstand the Bruins' attack and come away with the two points. And, you know, they're fighting for playoff positioning. They're only one point up on Toronto in the wild card race. They do have uh, three more games played as well. So, you know, Tampa can't afford to drop any points here. They're, uh, what, three points up on Detroit, who sits in the second wild card spot right now. And Detroit has two games in hand. So they really needed that one as well. Uh, James Van Riemsdyk, it was great to see him find the back of the net, and we'd love to see his shooting percentage rise even more. He's got nine goals right now on an 8.3 shooting percentage. If that leveled off at a league average of 10, you could have a couple more goals in there. 34 points in 49 games. Can't say enough about that signing by uh, by Don Sweeney in the offseason. So he is one of the stars for sure, as well as Marshawn with the two primary assists, David Pasternak with the two secondary assists, but he falls in the scoring race because Connor McDavid had a, what, six-point night last night. So they are both tied at 77 points now, 10 behind Nathan McKinnon and 13 behind Kucherov, who scored uh, in this one for Tampa to extend his league lead to 90 points. All right, we'll discuss more about uh, the emotional impact of this game on Brad Marchand and also uh, discuss some things that we love about the Bruins as it is Valentine's Day after all here as the podcast continues. 
If you're planning to attend an event in 2024, then there's no better place to buy your tickets than Game Time. Game Time has the best deals, last-minute deals on tickets, as well as just a fantastic, easy-to-use app. I've used it a couple times myself to buy some baseball tickets, concert tickets. My favorite part is you get a view from your seats. You know exactly what to expect when you arrive at the venue. Their game time guarantee means that if you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. You can find flash deals and sponsor deals on tickets for football, basketball, hockey, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. Just download the game time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDON for $20 off your first purchase. Terms do apply, but again, create an account. Redeem code locked on for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets at the lowest price guaranteed. Thank you so much once again for making locked on part of your day. Free and available on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Speaking of YouTube, you can find the first ever national sports 24 7 streaming channel over there and now on amazon fire tv it's called locked on sports today and it's here for you 24 7 covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of locked on plus our national shows covering every league find locked on sports today on youtube and now available on the fire tv channels app It was indeed Brad Marchand's 1,000th game last night. He will be more formally celebrated prior to Monday's game uh, against... Who are they playing on Monday? Uh, The Kings, I believe? Anyways, there will be a ceremony for our boy Brad Marchand prior to Monday's afternoon game, which will be against the Dallas Stars. So that's kind of cool. Brad's old... Linemate and friend Tyler Sagan will be in the house for that one. Uh, Many people were wondering why they're not doing it um, or they didn't do it last night. Well, he had yet to play his 1,000th game, so you're not going to do it when he's still sitting on 999, who, God forbid, something happens in the warm-ups and he's unable to play. Uh, Then they don't have another home game until the 29th. So they wanted to get it done here on a special matinee holiday uh, edition of a Bruins home game. Marshawn, of course, was quite honored to um, be celebrated by the team, the fans. There was a great video montage of his career played on the big screen. The crowd rose to its feet. He got a standing ovation, stick taps from both the Bruins and the Tampa Bay Lightning. That's a team where... You know, not that long ago, Brad Marchand was licking one of their teammates' faces. And they're out there appreciating the career that he has had. He said he knows he's fortunate to be playing for the Bruins, one organization for his whole career up to this point. That's increasingly rare in the NHL. Uh, It's part of what he loves so much about being in Boston, how much the fans care, how much they embrace the team. And it's really special. You know, time time flies. And it seems like just yesterday he was a young guy coming in, um, chipping in as a, a bottom six guy. Now he's one of the top scorers in Bruins history. To look back on it, 
see some of the memories. It's very special. And you don't necessarily get to reflect on these every day, but yesterday was one of those days, and he relished that opportunity. There are, of course, some highest highs in black and gold for Marchand, winning the Stanley Cup back in 2011. There are some lows also. 2019 Game 7, 2023 Game 7, but it was the highlights that were of course highlighted last night uh, before the game uh, his son his middle daughter were waiting for him on the bench after warm-ups uh, he did not first realize they were there but he circled back picked up two pucks to hand to them as mementos of the evening which was pretty cool and then they surprised him by reading the starting lineup for the players in the Bruins dressing room uh, there's moments he said things that have happened throughout the night that you try to embrace, like his kids being there before the game. Uh, They've been with him all day. The video montage, very special thing. And also getting a chance to be celebrated by his teammates and the opposition, which which was really cool. Of course, he did get the two primary assists in the second period. Um... It was hard for him to focus on the game, perhaps, but second period, he was locked in, and James Van Riemsdyk, who was the beneficiary of one of those assists, said it's no accident that Brad's been as successful as he's been for his career. Uh, Van Riemsdyk, we should add, is only 11 games short of the 1,000 game mark in his career, which he should reach uh, next month. You see him climbing the Bruins' all-time ranks, passing some impressive names in the record books. Van Riemsdijk says, pretty cool to see, and be behind the curtain for some of that as well. They've had some nice battles over the years. It's nice to be on the same team as him, JVR said. Definitely a fierce competitor and happy to be on the same ice as him. Um, Marshawn became the seventh player in franchise history to notch a point in his 1,000th game, joining David Krejci, who had three assists just last year. Uh, Bergeron, who had two goals in his 1,000th game. Uh, Dave Ellett, Gordy Roberts, Jean Rattel, and Johnny Busick also achieved that feat. Uh, Jim Montgomery said they talked before the game about honoring him with effort, with emotion in their games. Because no one has more effort, emotion, or loves being a Bruin more than Brad Marchand. Um, Marchand nearly had a storybook ending when he took a feed from Pasternak in overtime and ripped one towards what seemed to be a wide-open cage. But Andre Vasilevsky sprawled to make a brilliant stop. Marchand gave him full credit for that, saying he made a, quote, incredible save. He's one of the best goalies in the league, competes every night, and he was in a great spot to get the game winner, but shows why he's one of the best in that net, despite not having the best numbers this season. He's 35 years old, 1,000 game mark, not really seeing the end in sight quite yet. Um, he could very well play into his 40s like Zdeno Chara did, like Mark Recchi did. 
I think I mentioned on the podcast before, but I had the opportunity when Mark Recchi was inducted in the Hall of Fame to go down there and interview him as well as Dave Andrichuk. And I asked uh, him about the decision to retire after winning in 2011. He knew it was the right time at that point. Uh, but I also asked him about Brad Marchand and his evolution. And he kind of said the same things as everybody else. He, his effort, his determination, his work ethic is what a lot of people admire and respect and look up to. And Marshawn last night said the way he feels about it is as long as his body is holding up and he can compete at a high level, then he's going to keep playing. He's fortunate to play the game, to do what he does, to live a lot of kids' dreams. He's living it every day. He gets to play the game. He likes the fact that his kids get to see him play the game and do what he loves, that he can be a role model for them and show them that if they put their mind to things and they work hard, they can achieve anything. He wouldn't want to walk away from that for them. There's a long time between now and then, he said, a lot of things that he wants to do before then, so we'll see. Um, Obviously, winning another Stanley Cup is at the top of his retirement list he has a goal of playing for team canada at the olympics in 2026 and continuing to rise the ranks of bruins greats is among maybe not his goals but that's part of his path as well uh he also saw how proud the people like chara recchi bergeron and krejci were to where the spoke to be he knew how proud he is to be part of the team. Never wants to leave. And the best way he can do that is to make sure you leave your heart and soul on the ice every single day. So a huge congratulations to Brad Marchand for this achievement. And uh, we look forward to many more milestones ahead. It's one of the things we love about the Bruins in 2023-24. And I'll talk about a couple more things here on this Valentine's Day episode as the podcast continues. The NFL season is behind us, but there's still plenty of ways to get in on the action over at FanDuel, the official sports book of the NBA. Now, you can get your buckets and hit your first bet on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's 150 bucks if your bet wins. You can bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more. Just visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to shoot your shot. It's not just the NBA either. You can get in on the action with respect to the Boston Bruins and NHL players around the league. FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NBA. Now, I don't know about you, but I am deeply in love with the Boston Bruins. And I have been for quite some time. Probably celebrating, what, my, uh, I don't know, 30 redacted Valentine's Day with the Boston Bruins. Love seeing uh, the Bruins posting Uh, some Valentines on social media, the puns and whatnot. And it's easy to get down on this team when 
they fail as they did recently against the Flames, the Capitals. We booed them, or some of us did anyways. But there's lots of reasons to just love this team straight up at the moment. You'd have to look no further than Dave Apostronok, who another hopefully career Bruin who will hit the thousand game mark. And we'll be talking about his potential or likely hall of fame career for the next several years, 77 points in 53 games so far this season. We love Marshy 50 points in 53 games. We love Charlie Coyle 45 points in 53 games this season. James Van Reems coming in and quietly ranking fourth in the team in points, tied with Charlie McAvoy, Pavel Zaka, Trent Frederick, Jake DeBrusque, Morgan Geeky, Danton Heinen, 19 points on a you know league low contract. So thankful for all of these guys who have put together just an unexpectedly productive season. Nobody expected the Bruins to be challenging for first place in the Atlantic, in the East, in the NHL this season. And as I record, the Bruins are four points back of Vancouver in the race for the President's Trophy with a game in hand. They have the second best goal differential in the NHL. We love the goalie hugs, of course. Swayman, Allmark. Don't take this for granted because many are expecting the Bruins to begin to slide at some point, and especially as Marchand ages out and the bottom six gets a bit, or the top six, I should say, gets a bit thinner. Um, who knows what this team will look like in one, two, three, five, ten years. Um, the last decade or so has been remarkable the last 15 years and when I first started loving the Bruins like through the 90s early 2000s it was it was pretty uh, pretty bad at times and that's why you had the Bruins drafting Joe Thornton Sergey Samsonov in the top 10 one year that's why you had them drafting Phil Kessel uh top five one year there were some pretty lean years and I don't want to take it for granted how good the Bruins are this season because it is pretty unexpected. I thought they'd be more like middle of the pack team. You look at the East, they're 11 points up on Tampa. They're 12 points up on Toronto. These are, I mean, Tampa, you can see them kind of being on the decline a little bit, although they still have their core players. For now, anyways, pending Stamkos. How cool would it be to have Stamkos in black and gold next season, by the way? Um, Toronto is supposed to be a powerhouse. 600 team. You're supposed to have the Sabres and the Senators making strides this season. They're still underperforming. Uh, The Bruins easily could have tanked out this year and not had their first round pick. Uh, That was top 10 protected. They could have held on to that this year because they could have been down there but no um it won't be top 10 protected and it will go to detroit 
So again, another kind of step back there in terms of developing the prospect pool, but it's a sign that they are still a pretty good team. And I don't want to take that for granted at all. So thank you to Jim Montgomery. I had somebody on YouTube the other day saying if the Bruins lose in the first round, then they're going to fire Jim Montgomery. No, that's not, that's not true at all. That's not going to happen. Uh, Don Sweeney's made some astute moves. JVR chief among them. Um, Pasta, Marshawn keep playing at a high level. Coyle and Zaka has stepped up. We got the goalie hugs and um, we'll see what happens there as things progress. But just a quick note to end today. Show some of these guys some love today because they're exceeding expectations and um, easily could have gone a different way this season. Thank you so much for taking some time to listen, friends. Uh, Very much appreciate it. And I hope you're all having a great day. If this is a tougher day for you, then, you know, just uh, take care of yourselves today. Take care of each other. We'll talk to you again here tomorrow to update the power rankings and preview a game coming up tomorrow night against the, who are they playing tomorrow night? Seattle Kraken. On uh, tomorrow's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day. Take care, friends.